everyone. Welcome to VG Mini. Ooh. VG Mini 5. This is part of VG Empire, but this show was unlocked thanks to your efforts on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. Thank v- you. VG yes. Mini tackles shows and games that would not normally warrant a full episode. Or in so, the case of this game, it karate chops instead karate of Karate chops, kung fu chops. Uh, I'm your host, Brett Elston. I'm your host, Brett Elston, joined by the four usual folks on the rotisserie of VG Empire guests. Uh, three, two, one. Chris Adisa. Oh, we're going to say it at the same time. Oh, okay. Davey Chan. No. Davey Chan. Uh, but yeah, this Super episode... Supercop Chris Antis. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Drunken nice Mas- Guy, Brett Elston. <laughs> Drunken Master Henry Gilbert. Oh, mm-hmm. Should have been that one. Oh, well, well, Yeah, that's really... We yeah. should trade. Shanghai Knight, Dave Rudden. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, man, who am I, Brett Elston? Uh, so the song that brought us in is the stage one theme to Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu, a beautiful game from 1990 on the NES that later mm-hmm. came to the TurboGrafx-16 in, in 1991. Uh, this is one of those games that, back in the day, I barely played at all. In fact, I don't think I really played it until emulators started showing uh, I, up. I was all over it. And it was, it was the first time I heard the name Jackie Chan. Yeah, this yeah. is... Uh, it we, had a commercial... Um, wow. Yeah, it had totally had a TV commercial on Nickelodeon, and as far I said it on the stream, but as far as the game goes, it is beautiful. It is more fair than most NES games. Yeah. Uh, it, the sprites are super big and cartoony. Yeah. I don't know. It's it seems like it seems like it should have been the last NES game ever published. It's a very it, pleasant game. We streamed it on LazerTime.com. Easy though. Well, mm-hmm. Twitch.tv slash LazerTime, which will be archived on our YouTube channel. There you go. But. Thanks to that 99 lives code, you anyone can play all the way through this game and see all the stages. I and did all the, the first time I rented it. it all was, the goofy bosses. It's such a cute and, looking game. I don't want to. I don't want to sound uh, closed minded, but it seems very. It kind of reminds me of R- Kid Nicky Radical Ninja. Mm. Yes, but it looks way better. It looks. Yeah. I mean, it, it benefits. Well, it was five years later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's benefited from a few more years of you know just understanding dev, but it also is just. Jackie Chan's expressive face. He has a lot of fun animations. You get all these different power-ups to do different martial arts moves. And a few weird hitboxes aside sometimes where I feel like I'm getting hit oh, and yeah. I shouldn't be. And also your invincibility frames whenever you're hit. You can just kind of be hit perpetually, and that's kind of annoying. But all in all is, much like Jackie Chan, a very pleasant thing to experience. <laughs> and we're kind of doing this because if you listen to our other show, 302010, it's a weekly time culture pop... Time capsule pop culture podcast vortex oh god into the past sucks 30 years ago 10 years ago and 20 why do i always get them wrong 30 2010 but basically 20 years ago as of when we're recording this rumble in the bronx hit the u.s which was for the most part jackie chan's explosive arrival into the west but as this game can show you by 1990, mm-hmm. six years before that, wow. he was already a big enough star around the he world to warrant, to warrant having a named game. Yeah. And even on the title screen in the U.S., Jackie Chan is bigger than Action Kung Fu. Yeah. And, and no one really knew who he was because other prior attempts to bring him to the U.S. included Big Brawl, Cannonball Run. Yeah. Like and he's video, just... Like nerdy yeah. video clerks knew who Jackie Chan yeah. was at that point. Like Quentin Tarantino, who yeah. was so excited to get yeah. a Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah, this yeah. was... It was... He became a huge star... Uh, well, he became kind of a star in Hong Kong with the first Drunken Master film. They came to America, made a few bad movies, and they tried to turn him into Bruce Lee. Right. And then he comes back to Hong Kong and makes the film Police Story, which he directs. And he's like, no, this is the film I want to make, mm. which is a crazy mix of kung fu, s- stunts, and pretty broad comedy. Yeah, all, yeah. All, in one, I, all in one thing. I just learned today, video game nerds, mm. is that Jackie Chan's first game was called Spartan X and brought here as Kung Fu, a launch game for wow. the NES. 
That yeah, is, that yeah, I'll show you the true. box in a second. It is, it's, he was yeah. taken out of the American version because no wow. one knew who he was. Wow. In Europe, it was marketed as a Jackie Chan game. Hmm. Yeah, he was, uh, America didn't catch, uh, at large, didn't catch on to him for a while. Yeah. And, but by 1990, when this game came out, he was already a huge enough deal in China and yeah. Japan. Like everywhere that, else, yeah. That, and everywhere else that they could put him in games yeah. with his name on it. But the game, as you might imagine, is a standard run left to right platformer, mm-hmm. run, jump, and do a bunch of kicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the Kung Fu game with Jackie Chan's face on it. The Famicom box art is the... the I don't know. I feel like that could be any guy. Dude, look at that level. <laughs> so the game... No, I mean, well, the level looks... on the other side... Well, Spartan X ah, okay. is... Spartan X is one of the um, Jackie Chan series of films that he made with his theater troupe that he was that he trained right. with and learned all his moves with. He put all of... Once he got famous, he's like, let's make a movie where all of us are in it. And I'll just put all like eight or nine of you in it. No. The the second most famous to him is Sammo Hung, yeah. who directed several of his films, including Mr. Nice Guy, and then went on to star in like a multi-year CBS show, mm. which probably oh, made wow, him more man. money. Martial Law was yeah. the name of it. And it <laughs> It probably made him more money than any film in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. Just, with the game and talking about Rumble in the Bronx, it's just weird. It's like this in Tintin, I've never seen the United States more yeah. resistant to a phenomenon <laughs> uh, ever. Yeah. And we were late to the Jackie Chan, and everybody tried. The whole world tried to get America on board, and it wasn't until Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah. Yeah. It is funny, though, the U.S. box artist is just like, just draw a Chinese man. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't look like Jackie Chan, who has a signature face. Mm-hmm. Evidenced by the fact that the sprite in the game is three quarters ahead. Yeah, it's mostly wonder, his face. I wonder how insistent Ch- Jackie was to the Hudson people. Like, not no, at my all. Face looks like this. Like this. And he's yeah. on the title screen. Yeah, too. Uh, very not flattering. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's pretty basic run left to right. But again, the enemies are kind of fanciful. Uh, you know, snakes jumping out of yeah. superpowers though, and, and a uh, flying move, a flying, <laughs> flying nunchuck, a hand no a hand that emerges from a nunchuck or from a vase and throws nunchucks, throws nunchucks at you. Um, By game logic of that era was fine. Yeah, it was great. But the the music's composed. Uh, so the TurboGrafx sixteen and the NES one, I believe, are both composed by Masakatsu Maikawa. And then on the NES went by the alias uh, Sinkon Kyoshi, which I guess is still part of that headhunting thing that was going on of mm-hmm. like, oh, if you're on that team, uh, oh, this guy did the level design. Well, we need someone over here at Atlas or <laughs> Mr. Black. And we need, you know, so the, they had to use a lot of uh, aliases back then. But I also worked on Adventure Island 3, Dragon Spirits, which might be a game a lot of folks know from the NES. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll do three more songs here. And what I'm going to do... Uh, I grew up listening, and again, I discovered this music around when, uh, not NSFs came out, but like once, kind of side, at the same time as ROMs, we started plugging in our NESs and emulators into speakers, and would like actually play the games and try to dodge enemies and record music and stuff, and I have, still have files uh, of this game that are from that era where we're playing the game hooked up to a speaker with audio in and hit record and okay, don't get hit and make sure we catch the loop just right of the music and all that. But uh, what I, that means I only ever heard and loved the NES music. This is such a unique quality to NES music. But what I want to do is after it plays once, I'm going to fade in the TurboGrafx version mm-hmm. because they're both Ooh. worth hearing and there's no other way to really do this other than like playing all one and playing all the other and it'll take forever. So this first half of each song will be NES and the second half will be TG16 and you can kind of hear the differences. But this is stage one, area two. Uh, this is so early in the game but still has a great sense of mystery uh, a little sad even I get like a, a sad vibe off of it and this also plays again late in the game so by that point it is uh, appropriate for how the drama of the stage after that is stage 2 area 1 um, again the, all the songs have this really nice like ongoing hum mm-hmm. 
effect that's through all the songs and it's just really again that pleasant feeling that i keep getting and after that is stage two area two uh which is again just a little more upbeat um so this is uh stage one area two stage two area one and stage two area two
love how similar yet totally different. Uh, the yeah. the TG16 one really reminds me of like again like a closer to an 80s keyboard sound rather than like coming out of a game system. I like the pen, I did like the pensiveness of the first. Yeah. Track. Yeah. It's weird that it plays so early and then again plays late. Um, well, yeah. this uh, this was about him saving his sister, so maybe his character was yeah. so sad. His ki- sister got kidnapped. Yeah, I thought it was his girlfriend, but I think it is his sister. Well, yeah. that was something I noticed. I wonder if that's like a cultural thing in Chinese films, because uh, or at least in Jackie Chan's films he was making for Hong Kong at the time, that he rarely... Like it had violence, but no like sex or anything. And he yeah. would—he sometimes had like a chase. He had a chaste relationship with a longtime girlfriend who he seemed to promise to marry eventually. But most right. of the time, they just kept him out of relationships with women. Yeah, it's know? just a very broad. Like that's mm. why his movies are so streamlined. They're action mm-hmm. movies without dumb subplots. Yeah, yeah. no, they write the scripts for mm-hmm. where they're. Go- it's like a Charlie Chaplin film. They go yeah. like, well, where are we? Okay, let's write the script for that. Jackie Chan enters yeah. the pinball factory. <laughs> and he's going to break things. That's the plot. What's which... his motivation? Who does he love? Who does he go home to? I got to know. Otherwise, the scene won't be funny. Yeah. I mean, those things are just like the mild, constructive mm-hmm. tissue that connects the awesome action mm-hmm. scenes, which are all you're going to remember anyway. So I don't fault them for having, like, in the films, a lame story. It yeah. doesn't matter. We talked about in that 302010, uh, like, Ebert, or someone's assessment of Rumble yeah, in the Bronx was, was, just, it was just like... Look, you can't you can't even review this movie like a like a film. Like it's it's it doesn't matter. Like what what matters is this is someone at the peak of their craft. Yeah. Like this is uh, I forgot the name. Like a like Fred Astaire, Astaire yeah. or Chaplin or Buster whoever. Keaton. Like. Yeah, it's like you like he is exceptional at it. No one else can do this just like this. And it doesn't matter if the story connecting these scenes doesn't make sense or isn't good. Mm-hmm. That's irrelevant. Yeah, it's, it doesn't have to be exceptional because yeah. the scenes, the, everything on screen is. Yeah, because they just choreograph. I mean, again, if somehow you're listening to this and haven't watched any Jackie Chan movies. Oh, you poor bastard. <laughs> yeah, it's like I kind of get I can kind of see why it's an uphill battle because much like I watched every Godzilla movie and it's hard to suggest when you're like which one should I watch and I'm like if you haven't yet, I I don't know. It's probably not worth it anymore. I wouldn't know. Matthew but, Broderick yeah. one. No, Start there, end there. That's literally the end of your life is to watch that one. But <laughs> if you Jackie watch Chan, every other film, then yeah. watch that one. And then it's like, yeah. If, with Jackie Chan, I'm like, I don't know. If you're like already 30 and haven't watched one... It it's way more, it's, for you. it's obviously more palatable than like some dense sci-fi thing that you haven't been paying attention to. I, or... I always say go to the YouTube account every frame of painting <clears throat> and watch their ten minute expose on why he's a genius, and yeah. it's great. And you can you can pick and choose from there. Yeah. Uh, you can see a couple yeah. of movies that he's in. I will point Rumble in the Bronx was a big mm-hmm. success for a reason. It wasn't just that it was the only one they brought over because yeah. they tried before. It's a good, it's just yeah. good. It's so boiled down to like yeah, there's like five great action scenes and then. Even the story that relates it is so small. It's a good starting point, and you're but you're not seeing his best yet. Sure, so you have places to go from yeah, there. Yeah, like yeah. Drunken Master is my all time true two. Drunken yeah, Master probably, two is my yeah. all time favorite of his. Though so, uh, the original Police Story is so great, as is Super Cop. Yeah, like those Police Story two. That's Police Story three. Jesus. Police Story two is kind of an okay one. And then there was new Police Story, and then a new and then a new Police Story, and then Police Story twenty thirteen. Yeah, which one Ugh. is uh, Steve Gutenberg in? Uh, only the two. Only two. Police the story under spies on Jackie Chan yeah. in the shower. <laughs> well, did you know who made this game, Brett? Not that uh, I just looked it up. I forgot so. the developer. Now Productions or oh, Now yeah, Pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're an Osakan uh, company, and they like I was looking over their credit, and they're still together. Apparently, wow. though, the most recent thing they That's why their name now had their name <laughs> attached to was uh, Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters, which was an Axis game uh, released hmm. a couple of years ago, but. 
They are down for the... They did Yonoid. Oh, yes! Wow. <laughs> they, they did Adventure Island 2 and 3. That makes sense. Uh, they did the... Uh, let's see here. Oh! Some composer and, worked on those. And they, they did the really good GBA Klonoa games. Like, yeah. Oh, the, the GBA one? Yeah, the GBA oh. Klonoa. It's the Empire of Dreams yeah. and Dream Champ Tournament, which yeah. were both real good. That, and they're yeah. on the Wii U eShop, by the yeah, way. Yeah, the GBA one's good. I remember getting that yeah. one. Yeah, I liked the, uh, the PlayStation original sure. the most, yeah. but... These and, guys know their platform. And most interestingly, they did uh, the little-known Splatterhouse Wanpaku Graffiti, which is the, the kitty, the cutesy kitty version of weird. Splatterhouse what? made for the Famicom that yeah. never came to America. Wow, we, we won't be playing yeah. that someday. We should. <laughs> we should. We won't no. be playing that. Um, uh, I was just going to say, like the all of that music that you played before. I think more on the SN, or more on the NES than the Turbo Graphics. Just like works so great for a uh, kung fu game because it's like every two seconds like dish, dish. Yeah, it has a lot of uh, percussion I, and yeah. Yeah, I'm of, just like picturing like every time one of those like that beat hits, like just doing a punch in time. Yeah. And, like, well, in the game. Yeah, we played through the whole thing and like it starts off pretty like okay, run left to right. We're punching like snakes and lizards and guys with spears and guys with swords, <laughs> multiple and, kinds of birds and <laughs> multiple kinds of birds. And then you fight a boss and it's like yeah. oh, it's like a statue coming to life. Okay, and then eventually we end up in the clouds and I miss a jump. And that I fall good. below the clouds, and it's like, oh, I guess I'm dead. And instead, I fall to the next screen. Well, the and eventual it, boss kicks you back yeah, up Yeah, well, this giant pink leg comes out of nowhere and kicks me, and it's like, <laughs> what the hell was that? And then when you get to the end of the stage, it's like a giant pink demon in the sky mm. who's like waiting for you. Fight his head. As if he's like, no, no, no. You're get back to get back up here. We're gonna we're gonna finish yeah. this. I have a feeling these are all like folktale based I, stuff. Almost like, certainly, yeah. like it seems like my, Journey to the yeah. West. Yeah, yeah. It seems, yeah. I mean, there's a very specific type of game that is. I mean, Dragon Ball Two is the same deal of Japanese interpretations of Chinese yeah. folktales. Yeah, it's an interesting way. And then Americans who don't know either yeah. versions yeah. like well, are introduced to it. Yeah, well, even this is hard because it's like the game's made in Japan, but it stars Jackie Chan, who's mm. Chinese. But it looks like a game they would make in the '80s in Japan about Japan, yeah. like, and so you end up just the countries get blurred together. Yeah, see, I even had, though like, they're not, yeah. but I had Ninja Kid in my head while we were playing, so that's why I kept, yeah. I think, referring to Japan. I'm like, oh yeah, this is just like Ninja Kid. Yes, good old kung fu, karate, <laughs> taekwondo, different things. Man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll do two more songs again. Same, doing the uh, NES. Uh, TG16 thing. This is stage three, area two, and then the final boss music. And that final boss was yeah. kind of a pain. Which one was the final boss? So yeah. the final boss was technically the guy who looked like Michael Jackson in the Thriller jacket. Yeah. <laughs> and then we beat him, and yes. we're like, okay, that's the ending. And then we fall from the sky on a Goku cloud mm-hmm. and <laughs> fight a spider falling from the sky at a million miles a second with a thread, <laughs> with a yeah. thread going forever yeah. up. And it's the most... Like anatomically correct spi- sprite in the whole game. Yeah. Everything else is like cartoonish and dis- except the tiger maybe, but he still had a cute face. Yeah. The spider is like disgusting horrifying. and yeah. horrifying. The bloody claws. Yeah, it's such a strange final moment for the game. But is uh, that the same like folklore spider from Asura's Wrath? Perhaps. <laughs> like is uh, it? I'm the okay. expert, so. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, stage three, area two, and then final boss from Jackie Chan's action kung fu uh, again, Masukatsu Maikawa.
actually think I like the TG one better Ooh. in that one. Yeah, and the second one, yeah. The first one, the NES yeah. one, I liked yeah, more. Yeah, I like their choices there better. I think NES instrumentation is a better fit for that song. Yeah, but yeah, the final boss, it just had a little extra... Uh, knowing what the final boss is, mm-hmm. I felt like that that's the sounds of the 16 there made it a little bit scarier. Mm-hmm. Not that it's supposed to be scary, but... Mm. It's definitely uh, a little bit more ominous feeling. Uh, but just the way the NES one sounded on the... Yeah, like that's very anime. It feels like a very like opening... Not not even yeah. an opening <laughs> credits, but like you're running to your first day of school or something. Um, but yeah, all of this... Man, when we found this soundtrack, my friend uh, Josh and I, Creative Assassin, we like... We're going through all these games in the NES, just like renting games or finding... Uh, not renting, going to like pawn shops and buying them, plugging it into, into an NES and then plugging that into a speaker and then around that time roms kind of popped up and we were still kind of like the weird snobs about like i'm not using a rob i'll do it myself and then we'd rip them and then now there's nsfs and spcs and all that stuff to get game music but man for years we were like no like the, the most vinyl snob kind of thing you could do it's like no it sounds better when i run it through five million cables and it's wound up into a speaker uh, built in the 70s uh, I want to hear the pops and hisses. I really was that be. person. And RS, which really brings out the uh, bass in this. <laughs> and man, yeah, even even to this day when I hear NSFs, I'm like, it's too clean, man. It just <laughs> it's too balanced. Uh, but when we found this game, we we're like, by the time we got to that point, Rumble in the Bronx and probably Super Cop were already out, mm-hmm. but not First Strike yet. It was probably just those two, and we were just kind of like, oh. Wow, Jackie Chan game. I don't think any of us have mm. really played this. Let's let's give it a roll. And then we're mm. like, this music's all great. Mm. So for years, I've just loved this music and thought I'd never get around to it. But then I realized when I Googled it, Jackie Chan's action kung fu music, I'm still like the fourth result because I did wow. a game music of the day about it like wow. six six years ago. Wow. And I'm still like the fourth or fifth result for just that phrase, uh, but mm. just below YouTube videos about the game, which is strange to me. It's a shame. Had it come out like seven years later, some yeah. geeky American probably would have chronicled it better. On because trying to research, I wanted to know everything about this game, how it came about. Yeah, uh, and there's not a lot of information out there. Uh, it's kind of lost in the shuffle. I, more people know about Stuntmaster, which is uh, not good. No, not very good. And but it does have Jackie's voice in it. And, yeah. Uh, You're all garbage. Yeah. <laughs> You're all garbage. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the show because again, VG Mini is uh, intended to Mini. be shorter. There's only one game here. It's Jackie Chan's Action Kung Fu. Yeah. But the soundtrack is one it's that free I, on the internet. <laughs> it's uh, the only way you're going to get it. Uh, unfortunately, there's no Try it from Konami's uh, pachinko laden hands. Yeah, it's, uh, I guess this was Hudson Publishing, which mm-hmm. uh, in a roundabout way gets it up Konami's. I mm-hmm. guess. Or... Yeah, but then I have to renegotiate it with Jackie Chan to find yeah. a way to release it. It's I... just lost. Yeah, it's <laughs> not. Uh, no one's going to do it. Which mm-hmm. sucks because it's actually again for a technically Charming. technically a licensed game mm-hmm. in the NES days when this was known for being kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not. It's mm. remarkably good. Yeah, um, I think it, one that's just licensed off a celebrity's name and likeness, not a property they're in, not a movie they're starring in. Yeah, it's not an adaptation of a movie, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, VGEmpire.com, please uh, follow us on Twitter, download episodes on the URL, or go to iTunes and rate and review the show. That always helps uh, get more people to notice the show. And of Dude. course, share it. If you have any game music friends, tell them about it. Uh, it would help us out a lot. And please, also, my favorite thing is commenting on the article on VGEmpire.com. Uh, what else you guys got? LaserTimePodcast.com. Everything we're doing over there. Well, you should go uh, listen to Cape Crisis, my comic book podcast. Also, Talking Simpsons, our chronological exploration of every episode of The Simpsons from the beginning. There's 302010 we just talked about. And might I also add that if you want to see the best Jackie Chan accidents or outtakes or whatever, I just posted at the time of this recording... Jackie Chan 7, Most Dangerous 
outtakes. Uh, Brad helped me with that too. Thank you, yeah. Brad. Because all the movies end with a great montage of uh, the stunts gone wrong, and they're yeah. always like varying degrees of like, oh, he just missed it too. I can't believe he's not dead. He <laughs> was inspired to do that based on he worked on Cannibal Run, and that uh, ends with outtakes of just Dom DeLuise giggling. He's <laughs> like, hey, it's funny to put outtakes on stuff. Yeah. I should do that. Which, yeah, when we beat the game, uh, we we're watching the ending, and it's like just seems like that a bunch crazy. of random sprites. And someone in the chat was like, I think these are supposed to be outtakes. Yeah, <laughs> it's, all, it's all the hit sprites you. You don't get to see for yeah. very long. Uh, yeah, it was, it really, was really entertaining. Yeah, and uh, cheap podcast. If you like uh, Jackie Chan style stunt fights, then uh, you might like wrestling. You might. You might. In fact, uh, taking us out is the ending plus the credits to Jackie Chan's action kung fu. But once again, taking us out, Masakatsu Maikawa, Jackie Chan's action kung fu. Thanks for listening.